Are you ready to discover and unlock your full potential in God? Are you ready to release the power of God in your life? Or do you sense that purpose and destiny are beckoning you to take a leap of faith? If so, continue to listen to this episode. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr. I'm going to share uncompromising truth and amazing insights as we partner with God on our journey to wholeness, purpose, and to pursue our callings and passion. Take a listen and please stay tuned to the end of the episode. I've got some exciting updates to share with you. See you in just a few minutes. All right, well, greetings, greetings, greetings to all my overcomers, friends, and family. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., and I want to thank you and welcome you to this edition of Conversations with Chris. Listen, I know this teaching has been amazing, this dialogue, this this conversation we're having, and I thank you for all of your engagement, your feedback your encouraging words, but most importantly, that we're having these conversations and we're changing lives. Thank you to all of our supporters, our listeners, and for those who may have been asking, you can always reach us on our website. You can connect with us, uh, www.christiantheowell.com. That's www.christiantheowell.com. Listen, we have real and relevant products there, but you also you can reach out to us or if you feel led, you can sow into what we're doing, and we thank you for whatever you do, whoever you are. We just welcome you to the Overcomers family. Well, we have started a brand new conversation last week, and we talked about Christians are not losers. Listen, listen, get your friends, your family, your neighbors, your notepads, your iPads, your Androids, your laptops, your MacBooks, Whatever you have to do, grab it because we're ready to talk and we must dig into this deeper now. Make sure you download the episode. Share it with a friend, a family, an enemy or a foe. It doesn't matter. It's going to change someone's life. Um, I've been doing this for a while now. And so I, I want to take a different approach. And I'm going to use even scripture today to really help us understand that it is absolutely impossible For a believer, a Christian, one who's called out, set apart, and chosen by God to be a loser. It's not in our DNA. It's not in our bloodline. It's it's not in our lineage. It's not in our pedigree to be losers. We are conquerors. We are more than conquerors. As a matter of fact, you remember, whatsoever is born of God overcomes. You cannot be an overcomer and a loser at the same time. It doesn't matter the situation or the circumstances you find yourself in. If you just stick with it, you, my friend, will win. So let's go a little bit further in our dialogue today. I want to talk to you and use a very familiar passage, but draw out some different insight from it. Maybe you've read it or not, but make note or grab your device and go to Luke chapter 15. I just want to read verses 8 through 10. And this is the second in a third uh, in a three parable teaching Jesus was doing to a crowd. 
In verse 8, it says, or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins, 10 silver coins and loses one. She has 10 and loses one and she still has nine. Okay. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. Now, hear it. Rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Now, I know in proper context, we are really dealing with souls and the conversion or, or, or the reclaiming of one lost soul. But there is so much truth into this passage that I think we can extract a few principles out of it. You see, first of all, this was a woman. The other passages, the other parables were about sheep and sons. But this one is about a woman, an unnamed woman. And so she's an unnamed woman and she has 10 silver coins. To understand fully uh, uh, the concept that's being taught here, a silver coin back then or a drachma was worth about one day's wage. So she had about 10 days worth of pay at one time. She didn't have a bank account. She didn't have savings and bonds. She wasn't FDIC insured or any other insurance for whatever country you're living in. She had 10 days worth of work, 10 days worth of income at her possession. And all of a sudden she lost one day of her life. Come on, don't you know that what you're paid, you get paid by the hour. And if you're working a job, what they're telling you is, and please don't be upset, this is how much one of your hours is worth. Be it $9, $10, $20, or $30, this is the value that this career has. It's paying you so much dollars per hour, so much pounds per hour. And so here we are, she loses a day's worth of work. Can you imagine losing one day of your life? Maybe it was the best day. Maybe it was the most memorable day. Maybe it was the day you got married, you fell in love. Maybe it was the day that you got promoted or celebrated the completion of a major project. But in losing one coin, she actually lost one day. I hope this is going to make sense to you. Amazingly, I want to teach you something here that if you're going to not be a loser and you should not be, then as a Christian, we never attach our value to things. Come on, take notes. Your value is not predicated upon your possessions. It doesn't matter how much you have or how little you have. It doesn't determine your identity or your value. For she lost one day, but nowhere do we record or do we read it that she had a meltdown, had a breakdown, that she lost it, that she had a pity party. No, sir, no, ma'am. Come on, friends. This woman obviously knew something and who she was. And so losing a full day's worth of pay, it did not bother her like it bothered other people. Let's chat for a minute. I remember the times 
or maybe you can relate, where we had to miss a day's work because a child was sick. Maybe you overslept and so you had to call out. Maybe there was a crisis in the family and so you could not go to work that day or simply had a flat tire and just couldn't make it into work. Do you remember how you felt when you realized you're going to lose a day's pay? You know, that is interesting and it sounds bad, but I want to make sure you get the point here that we do not attribute our identity, our success, our happiness, our disposition to anything that's on this earth. We set our affections on things that are above. Yes, we need the coin, but our life is worth far more than the coin. But let me go a little further, and I want to dig this out. You don't understand the, the process of the coin. She lost a coin. That coin being worth a day's wage usually had the image of the king on it. Come on, you all. It had the image of the king on it, such as the money we have. There's always an image on the money. There's image on everything we do. And so, in one sense, she lost her identity. She, was a, she could have lost her identity because to lose the image of the king... That you got to understand that to lose a part of the image of the king could be devastating. But this woman was not a loser. She did not associate with losing. She did not believe in losing. She did not accept defeat no matter absolutely what happened. You see, this woman was a overcomer. This woman knew something that many other people don't know and she pursued it. You see, this woman had tenacity. She had stamina. She'd had resilience and she understood. I always come out on top. Can you just pause and make that confession? Come on. Let's talk today just for a minute. This is a conversation. Repeat after me. I am a winner. It is impossible for me to lose. I may slip. I may stumble, but I always get back up. Come on, you have to learn the language of winners. We got to disassociate and 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 this uh, 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 break our mentality of losing and accepting loss. So this woman said, "I can't just accept this loss of a coin. Sure, it may have fallen. I hope I'm talking to you and you're getting the understanding of what I'm. Sure, it may have fallen. It wasn't the coin's fault that it was lost. The Oh, come on. We're going to enjoy this conversation. The coin did nothing to be lost. The coin was being handled, but the coin was still dropped. And I want to talk to many people in my conversation today who your value was determined by other people that dropped you. You see, the coin was simply in her hand. And when it was mishandled, when an accident happened, you see what happened? The law of gravity kicked in. And it caused a coin to fall. It wasn't anyone's fault. It was a law, a principle that happened and it kicked in. Oftentimes, people mishandle us. Oftentimes, people don't do the right thing by us. Oftentimes, people have good intentions, make promises, but they don't always come through. And inevitably, the laws of nature come in. We 
get dropped. Every drop is not intentional. Every drop is not uh, uh, designed to do something harmful. But when a law is enacted, and in this case, a law of gravity, when the coin was mishandled, the law of gravity caused it to fall. We must learn the art of forgiveness. It, what if it was an accident, even though it hurt you, even though it felt bad, it felt uncomfortable, you didn't understand. Could it be simply that the woman was juggling 10 coins and one simply fell on accident? She didn't have time to wait and, 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 and try to figure out why did it fall? She didn't beat herself up. She didn't condemn other people. She simply realized it fell, but just because it fell does not mean it's hopeless. It's useless. It's all over. Come on. This conversation has got to hit you in the heart and you must open up and receive this conversation because a fall does not indicate a utter loss. A fall, a slip, a stumble does not mean we're designed or destined to stay down. It doesn't even mean it was anyone's intention for us to be on the ground. It certainly wasn't God's idea. Just ask Mephibosheth. He too was dropped. Dropped hard. He was maimed. He was handicapped. Unintentionally dropped. But just because he was sitting in a place uncomfortable called Lodabar does not mean he was going to be lost and stay down forever. You know why? In his lineage, in his bloodline was a king. He was destined to rise back to the top. And I want to encourage you. You may be in a down season. You may be in a low place. But if you could set your affections on things above, if you can focus your perspective, if you can change your language, you'll see help is on the way. So here, let's go further. That She lost one coin and she doesn't have a pity party. She doesn't, uh, uh, she doesn't throw in the towel. She simply comes to the reality. Anything that has been lost or misplaced, it has the ability to be restored. I'm not a loser. I lost something, but I didn't lose myself. And I really want you to understand, you may have been dropped, but your value was not lost when you were dropped. You, you may have lost a job. You may have lost money. You may have lost relationships. But those things did never determine your value. Your value is determined by your bloodline. And we have been redeemed by the blood. We've been engrafted. We've been adopted. We're royalty now. And so my situations and circumstances do not determine who I am anymore. What does this woman do? I'm glad you asked. She simply light a lamp. She swept the house and she searched carefully until she found it. This is the next thing I want to encourage you. Start examining what was lost, why it was lost. Was it an accident? Can it be recovered? Should it be recovered? Is it worth recovering? If so, simply set a plan, get goals, and get it back again. Don't let the enemy, life, or a person snatch anything away from you that God has given you. No, I'm like my father. He said, 
all that's been put in his hands, no man can snatch out. He'll not lose anything. And so if something has been lost, whether it's a job, career, car, house, money, dream, I want to tell you today to get back up and pursue it. You are not a loser. You're born again. She sets a plan. This is what I want you to really make sure you understand. Being lost does not mean it's over. You simply need a plan. A plan. That's all it takes. My friend, get a plan. I promise you, if you get the right plan, you can recover all. I'm reminded of David who returned home from a battle and he had lost absolutely everything. Absolutely, his humanity kicked in and he felt down. His friends were mocking him. They talked about killing him because his loss affected everyone. But at some point in time, he encouraged himself and he got a revelation and heard from the Lord that he could recover, but he had to get up and pursue it first. What am I telling you? Lost things can be recovered, but only winners go after them. Losers do nothing and it stays lost. So you see, my friend, this woman was no loser. She said, I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. She gets up, set a plan in place. She, she lights a lamp. She sweeps the house and she searches for it. Here's the last thing I want to encourage you and tell you how to keep a winning mentality, how to stay a winner, how to stay on the right side with your thinking, your emotions, your feelings, even your mindset. When she found it, she called her friends. She called her neighbors together. And she said, hey, let's party. Now, that would seem odd because obviously she wasn't a rich woman. She had only 10 coins and she lost one. But the mere fact that she had recovered, she decided to celebrate. And I want to tell you this before we finish our conversation today. Winners learn to celebrate themselves. You cannot wait in this season for others to throw a party for you. You cannot wait for others to celebrate you, affirm you, or give you value. When you hit the mark, when you accomplish your dream, your goal, when you accomplish your desire, you've got to learn to celebrate. It's what winners do. We always go into winner's circle and we celebrate. So this woman understood the principle of winners. Winners celebrate our wins. It doesn't matter how big or how small the victory. In order to be a winner, you've got to learn to celebrate every victory. You see, she threw her own party. No one even knew what she lost or she had lost anything. No one was a part of the process. She simply came to herself like the prodigal son and said, I have recovered what was missing. It was just a matter of time. And I hope you hear me talking to you today. It's only a matter of time that you will recover what was lost. But first, you've got to get yourself together. Get your mind together. Gird up the loins of your mind. You've got to fortify yourself. You've got to build up yourself. You've got to encourage yourself and remind yourself who you are. And then you go after that thing. You pursue it. And then you recover it all. 
She threw her own party, but she wasn't too, she did not have false humility. Uh, she wasn't embarrassed. She wasn't ashamed. Winners have no problem telling their testimony. This is where we will end our conversation today. Let's explain this. She could have just kept it to herself. She could have. No one would have known. She could have put the coin back with the other nine and kept going on with her life. But this woman decided that if I'm a winner, I share my secrets and my process of being a winner. Who knows who was encouraged by this woman? Who, know, who knows what good came out of her exposing the plan of the enemy or the mistakes or the mishaps? She did not blame others. She simply went out and told everyone, I have a victory. And I want to tell you, don't become a professional mourner. Avoid the mourners. There are some people who are waiting on your bad news. They're not going to throw a party. They're going to laugh. They're going to mock. They'll even discourage you or cry with you. But they're not going to have the language of the winner and say, let's go after it. You need people in your corner now who will look at you and remind you who you are, remind you whose you are, remind you that you are a victor and not a victim and say, my friend, you too can get it back. If they won't help you, you don't need them. But this woman didn't ask for help. She remembered, greater is he that's within me. I'm talking to you, my friend, than he that's in the world. Listen, if God can find you in what you were in, surely he can help you find the stuff that he gave you or allowed you to get, no matter where it's lost at. So you see, my friend, she threw a party. She celebrated her victories. She never once had a funeral over what was lost. She simply said, I'm going to rejoice and let the world know I have won again. I want to tell you, if you lose five pounds on your way to 50, throw yourself a party. You heard me. That's right. Celebrate that win. Celebrate small wins. It'll encourage you to keep going. If you're recovering from an addiction, don't wait till you hit a 10-year mark. Celebrate 10 years being clean. Celebrate 20 days being clean. It'll encourage you. You'll learn to taste victory and keep pursuing it. If you're abstaining, if you're trying a new habit, don't wait for the big thing and don't wait for others to notice. You see, my friend, winners understand that we win no matter what. And it's just a matter of time. Adjust your crown, queen or king. Get your trophy, dust it off. The race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to the one, that's you, who endures to the end. I'm trying to tell you, if you don't throw in the towel, if you remember who you are, get back in your rightful place. Adjust your perspective. Adjust your attitude. It's a matter of time before you, my friend, are throwing yourself a party. Who doesn't like a good party? They'll celebrate you, but they'll never be able to take credit for your victory. Now, I'm not saying don't get help. By all means, if you need assistance, if you need help, reach out. God will send the right people. No man can do it by himself. But don't become dependent and don't wait on someone to show up. 
when you first must get up. Hey friend, hey overcomer, I want to remind you, you're not a loser. You are a winner. You know why? If our brother Jesus, if our example defeated death and the grave, he won. And if he's living in you and living in me, I want to tell you, we're undefeatable. We always win. And people may not know it now, but it's a matter of time before they recognize the champion in you. I want you to go and shine bright. I want you to go and represent him well. You're a winner. There's enough loss going on. There's enough people lost. There's enough losing going on. Let's change your culture. Let's change everything. Let's start a winning culture. This is Christian T. Howell Sr. And I thank you for spending time with me in this conversation with Chris. Hey, I'll catch you in the next winning moment in our next episode. Talk to you later. Enjoy your day. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory and we'll see you next week. Take care.